0: Project Management, Financial Analysis and Investment Decisions. Good afternoon, everyone. Today we will be discussing the importance of financial analysis in project management and the various techniques used to analyze a project's financial health. Let's set the agenda of the discussion. We will begin with Introduction to Financial Analysis, followed by Estimation of Cost of Project. Then we will discuss the means of financing project. Then what is the projected SAC flows of project? Then we will discuss the basic principles of measurement of cash flows. What is the project investment criteria, including the selection of appropriate method? The issue of choice between mutually exclusive projects and unequal life will be discussed. Then we will work out the impact of inflation and capital budgeting. And finally, we will highlight the relevance of real options in project evaluation. Let's now start with financial analysis of project in project management. Project management is a complex process that involves several stages, from planning to execution and monitoring. One of the key components of project management is financial analysis, which helps to ensure that a project is viable and sustainable in the long term. Now, let's talk about the importance of financial analysis. Financial analysis is an essential aspect of project management, as it helps to determine the viability and sustainability of a project. It involves a comprehensive review of a project's financial health, including its revenues, expenses, cash flow, and profitability. By conducting financial analysis, project managers can identify potential risks and challenges that may impact the project's success and develop strategies to mitigate them. Another topic of discussion is techniques used in financial analysis. There are several techniques used in financial analysis, each of which provides valuable insights into a project's financial health. Some of the most commonly used techniques include Net present value NPV Payback period Internal rate of return R Net present value NPV is a financial metric that measures the present value of a project's future cash flows. It takes into account the time value of money, which means that a dollar received in the future is worth less than a dollar received today. By calculating the NPV of a project, project managers can determine whether the project is financially viable and profitable. Payback period is another financial metric used in project management to determine how long it will take to recoup the initial investment in a project. It is calculated by dividing the initial investment by the annual cash inflow from the project. The payback period helps project managers to determine the feasibility of a project and to make decisions about whether to invest in it. Internal rate of return is a financial metric used to measure the profitability of a project. It is the discount rate that makes the net present value of a project's cash flows equal to zero. The R provides project managers with a measure of the return on investment ROI for a project and helps them to make decisions about whether to invest in it. To conclude, we can say that the financial analysis is a critical component of project management as it helps to ensure that a project is financially viable and sustainable in the long term. By using techniques such as NPV, payback period, and R, project managers can gain valuable insights into a project's financial health and make informed decisions about whether to invest in it. Ultimately, financial analysis helps to ensure the success of a project and the long-term prosperity of an organization. Now, we will be discussing the estimation of the cost of a project. This is an important topic as it provides an understanding of the financial requirements of a project, which is crucial for its success. To define cost estimation as the process of predicting the financial resources required for a project. It is an essential aspect of project management as it helps in determining the feasibility of the project and the allocation of resources. Now, let's highlight the importance of cost estimation. Accurate estimation of the cost of a project is important for several reasons. It helps in determining the feasibility of the project. It enables the project manager to allocate resources effectively. It helps in identifying potential risks and mitigating them. It helps in setting realistic timelines and ensuring that the project is completed within budget. In regard to the factors affecting cost estimation, there are several factors which can affect the estimation of the cost of a project. These include the scope of the project, the complexity of the project, the type of resources required, the availability of resources, the location of the project, the duration of the project the regulatory environment now let's talk about cost estimation techniques there are several techniques that can be used to estimate the cost of a project these include analogous estimating parametric estimating bottom up estimating three point estimating analogous estimating involves using historical data from similar projects to estimate the cost of the current project parametric estimating involves using statistical data to estimate the cost of the project Bottom-up estimating involves estimating the cost of individual components of the project and then aggregating them to arrive at the total cost. Three-point estimating involves using three estimates, optimistic, pessimistic, and most likely, to arrive at a range of possible costs. In conclusion, the estimation of the cost of a project is an essential aspect of project management. It helps in determining the feasibility of the project, allocating resources effectively, and ensuring that the project is completed within budget. Various techniques can be used to estimate the cost of a project, and it is important to choose the one that is most appropriate for the specific project. Now, let's discuss the means of financing projects. Financing a project can be a daunting task, especially for new entrepreneurs or those with limited access to financial resources. However, there are various means of financing a project, and we will be exploring some of them today. Self-funding, debt financing, equity financing, crowdfunding. Self-funding, also known as bootstrapping, is a popular means of financing projects. This involves using personal savings or personal credit to finance a project. This method of financing has its advantages, as it allows the entrepreneur to have complete control over the project and its operations. However, it can also be risky, as the entrepreneur is solely responsible for the success or failure of the project. Debt financing involves borrowing money from a lender, usually a financial institution such as a bank. This method of financing is common for businesses that require a large amount of capital to start or expand their operations. The borrower is required to pay back the loan with interest over a period of time. This method of financing can be advantageous as it allows the borrower to retain ownership of the project while accessing the necessary capital. However, it can also be risky as the borrower must have a solid plan for repayment and may face consequences if they are unable to meet their obligations. Equity financing involves selling ownership shares in the project to investors in exchange for capital. This method of financing is common for startups or businesses with high growth potential. The investors become part owners of the project and share in its profits and losses. This method of financing can be advantageous as it allows the entrepreneur to access capital without taking on debt and the investors can provide valuable expertise and connections. However, it can also be risky, as the entrepreneur must give up a portion of ownership and control of the project. Crowdfunding involves raising capital from a large number of people, usually through online platforms. This method of financing is common for creative projects or social initiatives. The contributors provide small amounts of money in exchange for rewards or social recognition. This method of financing can be advantageous as it allows the entrepreneur to access capital from a large number of people without giving up ownership or control of the project. However, it can also be risky as the entrepreneur must have a compelling story or idea to attract contributors. In conclusion, there are various means of financing a project and each method has its advantages and disadvantages. It is important for entrepreneurs to carefully consider their options and choose the method that best suits their needs and goals. Let's begin another important topic that is Projected Sack Flows of Project. In this, we will be discussing the importance of Projected Sack Flows in project management and how it affects the success of a project. Before we dive into the details of Projected Sack Flows, let us first define what it means. Projected Sack Flows refer to the expected amount of sacks that will be used or produced during the course of a project. This can include materials, supplies, or products that are essential to the completion of the project. Talking about importance of projected SAC flows, we can say that the projected SAC flows are critical in project management for several reasons. Firstly, it allows project managers to accurately forecast the amount of resources needed for the project. This includes materials, labor, and equipment. By having a clear understanding of the projected SAC flows, project managers can ensure that they have enough resources to complete the project on time and within budget. Secondly, projected SAC flows can help identify potential bottlenecks in the project. By analyzing the projected SAC flows, project managers can identify areas where there may be a shortage of resources or where there may be an excess of resources. This can help project managers make informed decisions on how to allocate resources efficiently and effectively. Finally, projected SAC flows can also help in risk management. By having a clear understanding of the projected SAC flows, project managers can identify potential risks early on in the project and take the necessary steps to mitigate them. Three are several factors which can affect projected SAC flows, including First, project scope, the size and complexity of the project can impact the projected SAC flows. Larger projects may require more resources, which can impact the projected SAC flows. Second, project timeline. The duration of the project can also impact the projected SAC flows. Longer projects may require more resources over time, which can impact the projected SAC flows. Third, resource availability. The availability of resources such as materials, labor, and equipment can impact the projected SAC flows. Shortages or delays in resource availability can impact the projected SAC flows. In conclusion, projected SAC flows are a critical aspect of project management. By accurately forecasting the amount of resources needed for a project, project managers can ensure that they have enough resources to complete the project on time and within budget. Projected SAC flows can also help identify potential bottlenecks and risks in the project, which can help project managers make informed decisions on how to allocate resources efficiently and effectively. Now, we will discuss the basic principles of cash flow measurement in projects. Cash flow measurement is the foundation of financial analysis in project management. It is a critical component of project appraisal, project selection, and project monitoring. Cash flow measurement is essential in project management because it helps to determine the profitability of a project. It is the difference between the cash inflows and the cash outflows over a period. Cash flows are measured over a specific period, usually a year or the project's life. There are various principles of cash flow measurement, such as Principle 1, Timing of cash flows Principle 2, Cash inflows Principle 3, Cash outflows Principle 4, Opportunity cost Principle 5, Time value of money Now, let's discuss each principle one by one. Principle 1, Timing of cash flows Cash flows must be measured at the time they occur. The timing of cash flows is essential because it affects the value of money. A dollar received today is worth more than a dollar received in the future. Therefore, the timing of cash flows affects the profitability of a project. Principle 2. Cash inflows. Cash inflows are the revenues or receipts from a project. They are the cash generated by the project. Cash inflows can be measured in two ways. Incremental cash flows. These are the cash flows that result from a project. They are the difference between the cash flows generated by the project and the cash flows that would have been generated if the project had not been undertaken. Total cash flows, these are the cash flows generated by the project, including the cash flows that would have been generated if the project had not been undertaken. Principle 3, cash outflows. Cash outflows are the expenses or payments associated with a project. They are the cash spent on the project. Cash outflows can be measured in two ways incremental cash outflows. These are the cash outflows that result from a project. They are the difference between the cash outflows incurred by the project and the cash outflows that would have been incurred if the project had not been undertaken. Total cash outflows. These are the cash outflows incurred by the project including the cash outflows that would have been incurred if the project had not been undertaken. Principle four, Opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is the cost of the best alternative foregone. It is the cost of the next best alternative that could have been undertaken instead of the project. Opportunity cost is essential in cash flow measurement because it affects the cash inflows and the cash outflows. Principle 5 Time value of money. The time value of money is the concept that money received today is worth more than money received in the future. Time value of money is essential in cash flow measurement because it affects the profitability of a project. The time value of money can be measured using the discount rate. In conclusion, cash flow measurement is critical in project management because it helps to determine the profitability of a project. The basic principles of cash flow measurement are the timing of cash flows, cash inflows, cash outflows, opportunity cost, and the time value of money. These principles are essential in cash flow measurement and should be considered when evaluating a project. Now, we are going to discuss project investment criteria, including the selection of the appropriate method. When it comes to project investments, there are a variety of criteria that must be considered. These criteria include the project's financial feasibility, potential risks, and potential returns. Additionally, it's important to consider the project's alignment with the organization's overall strategy and goals. One of the most important criteria for project investment is financial feasibility. This includes an analysis of the project's expected costs and revenues. The project's expected cash flows must be carefully considered to determine whether the project is financially viable. This analysis should include projections of the project's income statement, balance sheet, and cash flow statement. Another important criterion for project investment is risk. All projects carry some level of risk, but the level of risk can vary greatly depending on the nature of the project. Risk can come in many forms, including market risk, technological risk, and operational risk. It's important to identify and assess each of these risks to determine whether the potential rewards outweigh the potential risks. The third criterion for project investment is potential returns. This includes an analysis of the project's potential for generating profits or other financial benefits. Potential returns can be measured in a variety of ways, including return on investment ROI, internal rate of return R, and net present value NPV. Each of these measures provides a different perspective on the project's potential for generating returns. Finally, it's important to consider the project's alignment with the organization's overall strategy and goals. This includes an analysis of how the project fits into the organization's mission, vision, and values. The project should support the organization's overall strategy and contribute to the achievement of its goals. Once all of these criteria have been considered, it's time to select the appropriate method for evaluating the project. There are several methods for evaluating project investments, including payback period, discounted payback period, RI, R, and NPV. Each of these methods has its own strengths and weaknesses, and the appropriate method will depend on the specific project and the organization's goals. In general, the most widely used method for evaluating project investments is NPV. NPV takes into account the time value of money and provides a comprehensive analysis of the project's potential for generating returns. However, it's important to remember that no single method is perfect, and it's important to consider multiple methods when evaluating project investments. In conclusion, project investment criteria must be carefully considered to ensure that investments are financially feasible, appropriately aligned with the organization's strategy and goals, and offer an appropriate level of risk and potential returns. Additionally, the appropriate method for evaluating project investments must be selected based on the specific project and the organization's goals. Thank you for listening, and I hope this lecture has been helpful in understanding project investment criteria and methods. Now, we will be discussing the difficult choice between mutually exclusive projects and unequal life. This is a dilemma that many individuals, organizations, and governments face when trying to make decisions about the allocation of resources. Mutually exclusive projects refer to situations where two or more projects cannot be pursued simultaneously. This is because the resources required to undertake one project are not available for the other. For example, a government may have to choose between funding a new hospital or a new school as it cannot afford to fund both at the same time. Unequal life refers to situations where different individuals or groups have varying levels of access to resources, opportunities, and basic necessities for a decent standard of living. This can be due to factors such as social status, economic inequality, and discrimination. The dilemma of exercising the choice between mutually exclusive projects and unequal life is a difficult one. On one hand, pursuing one project over another may lead to greater overall benefits for society. For example, investing in education may lead to better job opportunities and higher standards of living for future generations. On the other hand, choosing one project over another may exacerbate existing inequalities. For example, if a government chooses to invest in a new highway instead of providing basic necessities such as clean water and healthcare to marginalized communities, it may further widen the gap between the haves and have-nots. In regard to resolving the dilemma, there is no easy solution to this dilemma, as both options have their advantages and disadvantages. However, there are several approaches that can be taken to mitigate the negative effects of either choice. One approach is to prioritize projects that have the potential to benefit the most disadvantaged members of society. For example, investing in public transportation infrastructure in low-income areas can improve access to job opportunities and basic necessities. Another approach is to ensure that the decision-making process is transparent and inclusive. This can involve consulting with a diverse range of stakeholders, including marginalized communities, to ensure that their voices are heard and their needs are taken into account. In conclusion, the choice between mutually exclusive projects and unequal life is a difficult one that requires careful consideration of the potential benefits and risks of each option. While there is no easy solution, prioritizing the needs of the most disadvantaged members of society and ensuring a transparent and inclusive decision-making process can help to mitigate the negative effects of either choice. Now, we are going to discuss the impact of inflation on capital budgeting in project management. Inflation is an economic phenomenon that affects the purchasing power of money over time. This means that the same amount of money will buy less goods and services in the future than it can today as a result inflation can have a significant impact on project management especially when it comes to capital budgeting beginning with what is capital budgeting we can say that the capital budgeting is a process that involves evaluating and selecting long-term investment projects based on their potential to generate future cash flows in project management capital budgeting is used to determine which projects are worth investing in and how much money should be allocated to each project Let's identify the impact of inflation on capital budgeting. Inflation can have a significant impact on capital budgeting in project management. When inflation is high, the cost of goods and services increases, which means that the cost of implementing a project also increases. This can result in a project becoming more expensive than originally budgeted for, which can lead to cost overruns and delays. In addition, inflation can also affect the cash flows generated by a project. If a project generates cash flows over a long period of time, inflation can erode the value of those cash flows over time. This means that the future cash flows generated by a project may be worth less than they are today, which can make a project less attractive from a capital budgeting perspective. To account for the impact of inflation on capital budgeting, project managers can use various techniques to adjust for inflation. One common technique is to use a discount rate that reflects the rate of inflation. This means that the cash flows generated by a project are discounted by a rate that includes the expected rate of inflation. Another technique is to use inflation-adjusted cash flows. This involves adjusting the cash flows generated by a project for inflation, so that the cash flows are expressed in constant dollars. This can help to ensure that the cash flows generated by a project are comparable over time, even if inflation rates change. In conclusion, inflation can have a significant impact on capital budgeting in project management. Project managers need to be aware of the impact of inflation on project costs and cash flows and use appropriate techniques to adjust for inflation when evaluating investment projects. By doing so, project managers can ensure that their capital budgeting decisions are based on accurate and reliable information and that their projects are more likely to be successful in the long term. Finally, we will be now discussing the relevance of Real Options in Project Evaluation. Before we dive into the topic, let us first define what Real Options are. Real Options are the right, but not the obligation, to undertake certain business initiatives, such as investing in a new project, expanding an existing project, or abandoning a project. Now, why are Real Options relevant in Project Evaluation? Traditional project evaluation methods, such as net present value, NPV, assume that all project decisions are made upfront and are irreversible. However, in today's dynamic business environment, where technological advancements, regulatory changes, and market conditions are constantly evolving, project decisions are rarely irreversible. Therefore, real options provide a more flexible and adaptive approach to project evaluation, allowing companies to adjust their strategies to changing conditions and uncertainties. Real options can be divided into three types. Option to expand. Option to abandon. Option to delay. Option to expand allows a company to increase its investment in a project if it proves successful. Option to abandon allows a company to cut its losses and abandon a project if it proves unsuccessful. Option to delay allows a company to delay its investment in a project until more information is available, reducing uncertainty and risk. By incorporating real options into project evaluation, companies can make better investment decisions that are aligned with their strategic objectives and risk tolerance. Real options can also improve the accuracy of project evaluations by considering the value of future opportunities and the flexibility to adjust investment decisions. Real options can be particularly useful in industries with high levels of uncertainty and volatility, such as technology, energy, and pharmaceuticals. In these industries, real options can help companies navigate through uncertain market conditions and regulatory changes, giving them a competitive advantage. In conclusion, real options provide a valuable framework for project evaluation, allowing companies to make more flexible and adaptive investment decisions. By incorporating real options into their evaluation process, companies can better align their investments with their strategic objectives, manage risks, and capitalize on future opportunities.